All right. Fuck his money. It's a good question. <sighs> he said he was going to be available for this. Fuck is up with this dude? It must be a Mitras thing. <laughs> Genetic predisposition to not value other people's time. Yeah. I think he's still having a hard time dealing with Derek's new marriage. <laughs> oh, we'll be talking about that. Oh, dear God. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 86. My name is Tom Van Zandt, I am your host, and with me is my magical and my metal co-host of co-hosts, the official lawyer of Not Nation, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Christopher Todd. Well, howdy, Not Nation, how the hell are you? Hey, look at this. It didn't take us 14 months to record another episode, Chris. I I know. I know. I think this I is... I mean, a, we, are, we yeah. are a little out of practice. But yeah, well, well, we're a little a little rusty, but we'll shake it off. I think I think the last episode came out pretty good, all things considered, and how long we had been on hiatus. It took us a minute to get our feet back under us, but we got some very positive feedback. I mean, you know, we don't have the practice from reviewing, you know, Netflix movies or anything, but right. we hit the big... We had the big ones, right? Well, I think that's probably a safe bet going forward. Instead of trying to maintain a strict recording schedule, we'll just record when we have something worth talking about. And ironically enough, we do have something worth talking about in this episode. We are going to be reviewing two things, both Marvel properties. We're going to talk about Disney Plus's series that recently completed Moon Knight. And we are also going to discuss the Marvel Studios blockbuster Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, which we have both seen at this point as well. And, you know, Tom, the only other thing is I know you have a hard out tonight because you have to go to work. But, God, I wish we had the time to do a deep dive into the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial because, my God, is that disturbingly fun to watch well i'll tell you what i'll give you five or ten minutes to talk about that if you want i'm not familiar with it i haven't been following it i've seen stuff on the internet obviously and i mean but go ahead talk about that okay so as essentially what happened was a few years back well johnny depp familiar to us as from roles such as captain jack sparrow in the pirates of the caribbean movie see Um, i i know him from nightmare on elm street Way back there you in go. the day. Yeah. He's be, he's he was been the a kid, fixture in Hollywood was, for many, many years. He's the kid who got um, sucked into the waterbed. Exactly. And he was 21 Jump Street. There you go. Anyways, he was married to actress Amber Heard for some times, and it seemed to be... Now, for those part, of you who don't know who Amber Heard is, if you've seen DC's Aquaman, she plays uh, his wife, or the queen, right? Mira? Yes. I would argue that's the biggest movie she's ever been in. She's been in a few other smaller films. I um, had honestly never heard of her before Aquaman, so I don't think she's been in anything else, to be honest with you. 
Oh, she was in a she was in a movie with Nicolas Cage that I, I can't remember the name of it, but you know, everybody's got to start their career with a Nick Cage movie, right? <laughs> so she so they were married. It was a very volatile relationship, probably quite toxic from the sounds of things. And she wrote an opinion piece where she never mentioned Johnny Depp by name, but essentially accused him of sexual assault. Um so he acted he had actually sued her before um, the, the case had gotten dismissed. And this is a defamation of character um, suit that he is filing against her, where he is asking a jury to award him, I kid you not, $50 million. Wow. Um, Does she even have $50 million? Oh, God, no. This, is, th- this isn't about the money. This it's is about him show. trying to get his reputation. Yeah, he's trying to clear his name and maybe get his, because I Disney canned him, right? He's not Captain Jack Sparrow anymore. Yep, he's been removed. He's been removed from several film roles, most notably Pirates of the Caribbean. I want to say six. They're up to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they need to be up to six. It might be a good thing for him not to, because the last the last one was god awful. So that's what this suit is about. And there's been cameras allowed in the courtroom during this this trial, which has been going on for several weeks, and will go on for several weeks more. And some of the things that have come out have been beyond. I mean, from a, from an attorney's point of view, just some of the courtroom annex are, are hysterical. I don't know if, if people would realize some of the nuances about what, what's going on. Um, there's a famous, there's a somewhat popular meme going around of Johnny Depp preemptively object, making hearsay objections before her lawyer can make them, which is actually kind of funny. You may have to be a lawyer or a legal geek to realize how funny that actually is. But her lawyers my, are not my, doing my themselves feeling, My feeling from what I've seen and heard is that Johnny Depp is basically making a mockery of the whole thing, which is kind of ironic since he's the one who brought it all on. Like, why wouldn't he take this more seriously? I'm not, you know, saying, think... I'm not saying he's right or she's right. I don't know. That'll be decided and determined by a judge. But if you're going to go through all of this, why would you treat it like a circus and that seems to be what he's treating it as it's um, i don't know if i would go so far as to say he's treating it like a circus but he is definitely piling on the what at least he considers the charm and he's probably there are parts where he seems to be taking it very seriously and there are some you know he reliving stories from his days in the past you know there was a part where you can't help but laugh when he talked when he had to get a chuckle when he said he was hanging out doing drugs with Marilyn Manson and Paul Bettany. And he gave Marilyn Manson a pill to shut him up. <laughs> way to throw of Paul, course. way to throw Paul Bettany under the bus though. Well, the bigger thing is you probably don't want to admit to hanging out with Marilyn Manson when you're trying to show that you're not a, an abuser when yeah. he's got some pretty serious abuse charges going against him these days. Yeah. He's a douche. Um, yeah. He, I've read uh, articles about him and Evan Rachel Wood's relationship, and I think that's her name, right? Yes. Rachel Lee, whoever. No, you were right the uh, first time. Yeah. And it was, uh, her allegations are, I mean, I think they're honestly worse than what Amber Heard is saying. It's that was, It was a pretty ugly situation, but I digress. There's been some, there's been some funny moments, and her lawyers haven't been doing a very good job, in my opinion. You know, most recently, there's a, a clip that goes around of her looking very suspiciously like she's having a little 
know, a little bump of the schneef while she's testifying. <laughs> little, little, little devil's dandruff. Wow. You know, while she's on the stand, which I'm like, how the hell did you get, get that up there? But anyways, you know, it's one of those things where it's not going to have any effect on the world in general, but it's more of an entertaining side note to watch. I think it's crazy that she took a shit in their bed. Oh my God. Those have been the best memes at all where he's, he's made the claim that they had a fight and he climbed into bed and, or was climbing into bed and she had dropped a deuce on his side of the bed. Right. Right by his pillow. Right. Oh God. Exactly. Which is, which I would is burn, now, I would burn that fucking bed. Oh yeah. Well, it's led to some great merchandise, including, <laughs> you know, a shirt with the me poo movement. <laughs> Hashtag me poo. And oh uh, God. the call, the call to rename her Amber turd. Yes. Well, you really do not like your spouse. If you're willing to shit in your own bed, just to get back at them. That's the pretty wild. Pay. It's the price to pay for smiting one's enemies. <laughs> I suppose. Holy, <laughs> holy crap. Pun intended. That's. Man, this is some shit. Absolutely anyways, disgusting. Anyways, that was I, a quick I don't, down I, and know, on, an, on a, on a side note, I just don't understand how anybody can get turned on by crap and poop. You know, those people that are into that dark corner of pornography. Uh, what's wrong with you? There's nothing sexy about fecal matter. I do not get it. Ugh. Not as a caveat, not nation. The hosts of Not Another Nerdy Podcast do not endorse German Scheisse porn. No. Now, anywho, that's uh, it's just amazing that this is what it's come down to. Some these celebrity trials are just a joke. Head shaking. Yeah. It's, Why uh, are they? streaming this why is everyone al allowed to view what's going on i mean why why are they allowing this to be public consumption but they wouldn't let you see the jelaine maxwell trial the jeffrey I epstein jelaine maxwell's girlfriend trial why i'd be much more interested to see what's going on there i can't be 100 percent sure why but what i suspect is Generally, judges in criminal trials are far less likely to allow cameras, and a criminal trial that involves sensitive victims like minors talking about sexual abuse, sex trafficking. Yeah, I get that. They really, they right. really don't yeah, want no, that. You've answered my question. That makes total sense. There, you want to prote Plus, protect the, yeah. the innocent victims and all of this. I just would really like to know what went on in that trial. That is far more important and interesting well, to me in the well, grand can, scheme of things I mean, than whether or not Amber Heard took a shit in Johnny Depp's <laughs> bed. Let's all have a mega pint of wine. No, in, in, in the Jelaine Maxwell trial, with, it, they could still report on it. Reporters are still allowed in the courtroom and can and can relay what happened and any and you know, any testimony they hear, they just can't have a camera going broadcasting right. it because they don't want the general public seeing, you know, someone who's getting up there and talking about how they were essentially used as a sex slave. Right. No, I get it. There's just some big, uh, I mean, Prince Andrew is involved in all that. <laughs> Fucking the Royals are tied in with all this nonsense. It's just, that's a scandal and a half. That, to me, that seems like a bigger story and a bigger deal than... Game. A courtroom's still a public forum. Any, What was that? I don't know. Oh, I just heard the noise in the background. Anyways, yeah, so a reporter can sit in there and report on it. They just can't take pictures. 
Is that money? Hey. There he is, folks. All right. Better was, late than never. You know, I was just going to explain that we were supposed to be joined by the one and the only, but you didn't answer, so I I wasn't going to bother to uh, introduce you. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money, money. We have the man who brings the money. Mr. J. Money. You knew I'd come. I was, I was hoping. Jeez Louise, I told you 6 o'clock. Come on now. What's going on, uh, money man? I don't know. I fell asleep. It's all good. It happens. I, I was sleeping up until about 45 minutes ago myself. Yeah, I had today off. Working, so. working nights is rough. I'm not going to lie to you folks. Yeah, no kidding. I work uh, a lot of, you know, 11.30 to 8, 12.30 to 9.00, stuff like that. All right, well, now that you're here, Chris, mm-hmm. is there anything else you wanted to say about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, or can we move on? I don't know Let's anything mo- about that. Let's move on, then. Okay. Well, it's good to have you, Money. First off, let me say, hello, Not Nation. It's good to be back with you. Thanks for sticking it out with us. Uh, I also want to congratulate our other co-host. I don't know. Is he a former co-host at this point? I feel like he's not recording with us anymore. Who? Co-host? Co-host Emeritus? Your cousin, Mr. D-Rock Derek Mitris. Ooh. Oh, I don't want to go here. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say our co-host, who, is okay. taken, who has taken an extended, extended hiatus from the show. He is not with us tonight, but it bears to mention, and congratulations need to be offered on behalf of all of Not Nation, congratulations to Mr. D-Rock Derek Mitris, who... Last weekend, went down to Florida and uh, was married. He married uh, Amanda. So congratulations to Derek and Amanda Mitris. Oh, I thought you said he married a man. Duh. <laughs> no. Oh, it's, a, it's an Amanda. Okay, Amanda, yeah. Yeah, his girlfriend. It was a whirlwind romance, and they uh, they didn't tell anybody. I found out on Facebook, like most of you. And congratulations, D-Rock. Thanks. Thanks for saving me the plane fare to have to fly down to Florida and be part of your wedding. Appreciate that. It, this whole thing is so weird. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> you don't have to comment. I'm just offering okay. a sincere congratulations. I love, I know and love both of these people. I've known You know Ama- who she is? Of course. Yes. I've known Amanda for 20-something years. How? <laughs> It's not important, is it? Yes. Uh, I she goes back to the Mingles days when I first started oh, that's DJing. Not good. Yeah, now, now, money. We're not going to go there. Cause you know where I'm going. Yeah, we're not going there. I, okay. I'm just telling you a story. So I've known Amanda. She was very young back then. <laughs> she she was actually getting into the bar underaged and and uh, hanging out in there when she probably shouldn't have been. Yeah, so I've known Amanda for a very long time. She's a great person, a lot of fun, and somehow or another, her and Derek connected through the interwebs, and they hit it off, and yeah, uh, here we are. They're married now, so congratulations to both of them. And the irony is, you know, they could have met years and years ago through me, but, you know, Derek doesn't ever hang out with me, so stop it. I don't, I don't get it. 
Hey, so, if they're congrats. like I told you earlier, money, if they're happy and they're not hurting anybody, who cares? Congratulations. Mm. Mazel tov. Yeah. You should be happy. And he's he's our even... friend, god damn it. What's wrong with you two? Well, you I'm were not... also you also were uh I'm not even going anywhere with this. Okay, let's go. Keep going. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh he's married and that he's busy with the new wife and can't be bothered to record with us, and that's fine. Well, obviously. <laughs> obviously. If it wasn't Amanda, it would be some other excuse, wouldn't it? All right. I do think it's funny he dragged her to wrestling last night. That's hilarious. Because I will tell you, Amanda is not a nerd. She's not into any nerdy shit. She's not into wrestling. She's not into any of the nonsense that Derek loves and holds so dear to his heart. So it's really very humorous to me and entertaining to watch her reactions to things. Because she does post a lot on Facebook and shares all of her thoughts on what's going on. And I think it's brilliant and lovely well, and wonderful. get ready, Amanda. You asked for it. Yep. You wanted the best, you got the best. As hey, Chris would say, yes. When, when you worked at Mingles, that was generally at night, right? That was at night, yes. And DJing. typically, wasn't there a moon out? Sure. Did you see the segue I'm doing right there? Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> there was, there was a moon, yes. There's a moon at night. A moon and at hey, night. Isn't there a show that, that's called that <laughs> on Disney Plus these days? Yeah, all right, we'll move on. So, uh, Money, you want to give a quick social media shout-out for all of Not Nation, let them know what's going on out there? Yeah, just follow us everywhere at uh, Not Podcast One. At Not Podcast One, number yes. one. You are so money, and you don't even know it. Very good. Number and uh, shout out to anyone who's left in the IHOP radio network, podcasting network. Uh, I don't think there's anybody left. We're here. We're still here. Mm -hmm. And I believe yeah. dinner and a podcast, uh, well, they stopped. And I think they're restarting again with like a, a new version of their show. So they're still around. Yeah, they're rebooting. Yeah. So that's cool. I mean, we've technically rebooted like six or seven times, so it's all good. We just never changed the name of our show or anything. We just changed co-hosts, I guess. Yeah, right, exactly. Uh, hello? All right, well, moving on, we are going to talk real quick about Moon Knight. I know Money didn't bother watching it, and that's fine. You Do you care for spoilery money? Not at all. Okay. So, Chris... Moon Knight, six-episode Disney Plus series. You didn't know jack shit about this character going in, but uh, now that mm -hmm. you have watched it, what is your takeaway? What are your feelings, and how, what did you think of Moon Knight? Do you understand the character at all now? I understand the character now. We have Egyptian gods that we somehow brought into the MCU, although I, this is the least Marvel Marvel show I've ever seen. And also, they called it Moon Knight, but... The actual title character was in it for like eight minutes over six episodes. Yeah. That, you hardly, you that hardly ever problem. got to see him. That was a real problem I had with it, but uh, we'll get into my thoughts. Go ahead. Continue. I mean, it was, it was okay. I mean, I didn't think it was earth shattering. It, it was decent. It was, I, I enjoyed it. I don't really see how it fits into the bigger picture. If it even does fit in the bigger picture, uh, I don't really think the comparison of him to Batman is accurate. It's more like a, he's closer to Deadpool than he is to Batman. I got a little annoyed, frankly, with the, with the constant multiple personality switching back and forth. I mean, the Stephen Grant personality just annoyed the piss out of me. And I thought in the, what was it about the fourth episode? 
where they find Alexander the Great's tomb. <laughs> and I'm watching it. My only thought is, this is the biggest archaeological find in our lifetime. Who the hell cares about the rest of the shit? <laughs> uh, yeah. So what do you give it on a scale of one to five? Five being awesome and amazing. What what would you give Moon Knight? Three and a half. Okay, that's fair. It's actually more than I thought you'd give it. I mean, it it was actually pretty well written. It was obviously, it was mostly fun-ish to watch. Mm-hmm. Just the, the main character wasn't in it. <laughs> well, he was, was just fun. not as the superhero form. Yeah, we, we barely ever got to see the big ticket item, which right. was a glaring deficiency. As yeah, the show it. probably should have just been called Mark Spector slash Stephen Grant <laughs> is yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah, so my feelings on it are it was good. It was not as good as it could or should have been for a Disney Plus series. I was pretty disappointed. I mean, was COVID an issue in the filming of this one like it was in the others? I don't know. I don't know if COVID I don't think affected so. pr- uh, production at all. But I just felt like it could have and should have been more. I did enjoy the way it started out. I liked how you discovered with our main character what was going on. Like Stephen Grant wakes up and he's been obviously sleepwalking or well, crime fighter walking in his sleep, whatever. (laughs) And we learn, as he does, that there's this other personality, Mark Spector. And then eventually you realize that Stephen Grant is the personality and Mark Spector is actually the guy, the real guy. And it was very interesting how that all all unfolded. And I have to say, it was the performances from the actors that saved this show for me. Oscar Isaac was amazing. He was great. Uh, I'll give you that. And We'll give you that. And even Ethan Hawke was very compelling and creepy, you know, as, as Arthur Harrow, the villain. I enjoyed their performances, and that's really what saved the show for me. Because as you pointed out, and I wholeheartedly agree, the title character, Moon Knight, is not in this show enough to even call the show Moon Knight. I mean, you saw more Khonshu than you did Moon Knight. It should have been called Khonshu. The Adventures of Khonshu and Mark Spector. That's what the show should have been called. But I don't know. I mean, I get it. It's an origin. It's a setup. And hopefully... We'll get to see more of Moon Knight as Moon Knight in the future. Like you said, I don't know where he's going to appear next. Maybe they're going to do a season two. I mean, they did reveal, spoiler alert, at the very end in the after credits that Jake Lockley is floating around in there as well. That's Mark's third personality, who is a homicidal maniac. That could get interesting, you know, because Mark and Steven have finally come to terms with each other and they're coexisting and cohabitating within the body peacefully and now they're going to throw this third persona into the mix so i mean it could get real interesting and it's really going to challenge oscar isaac's acting chops to to sit there and play three different characters back and forth that should be interesting to watch and i'm kind of looking forward to that but more than that i'm looking forward to seeing more of moon knight in action because i feel like we definitely did not get enough of that yeah, and the one thing I will say that I did like was how you could never really be sure if Kanchu was good, evil, indifferent. I mean, I think he's mostly good, but he's also kind of an asshole. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. <laughs> but Ahmet, she was cool. I liked when they finally revealed her, the crocodile goddess. She was pretty pretty awesome. 
I mean, it had really cool moments, you know, and I like that Steven's version of Moon Knight is Mr. Knight, you know, the the yeah. <laughs> the well-suited masked persona with the uh, fighting sticks like Daredevil. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So there were aspects of this I enjoyed, but overall, I agree with you. I think 3.5 out of 5 is a fair rating. It might even be more than fair. I think 3 out of 5 is probably more accurate, only because you didn't get the title character as much as you should have. I, if we had gotten maybe 15, 20 minutes more of Moon Knight in action, I think you'd get a solid 4 out of 5 from me. Yeah, the performances were good. I it's just some of the story left me flat. I wasn't really sure exactly what they were. You know, they kept talking about Amit, but they really didn't build up the bad guy of, enough for me. Well, see, that's the thing. I don't necessarily think Amit is a bad guy. I mean, she's just an Egyptian goddess who wants to take people out before they can do evil. So, I mean, is she bad? If she's trying to eradicate evil and the evil that men do, that doesn't really make her bad. It just makes her means bad. Kind of like Thanos. It can be argued that Thanos isn't really a bad guy. What he he wanted to like solve the universe's population problems and and lack of you know resources by eliminating half of the population. So uh, why didn't he just double the resources? Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> Find a way to use the Infinity Stones to increase what? What? all of the why resources for people instead of killing half of the universe. I agree, but Thanos was, I guess, not. At the very end of the day, his, his intentions were not meant to be evil. They came across as evil because of how he implemented things. Same with Ahmet. She's not necessarily evil. She wants to eradicate evil. It's just her methods of, you know, eliminating people before they can do evil is kind of barbaric. You know, because you're taking away their free will and their choices and, and options. But and we get to see a giant alligator god. Yeah, it was cool. Up souls. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the special effects were very well done. I was impressed for Disney+. Plus. I thought it was very cinematic, and, and it was good. I enjoyed it. And I, like I said, I enjoyed all the performances. Khonshu was a bit over the top, but I guess that's kind of how he's supposed to be, you know, being this Egyptian god, bird god. It was worth a watch. It's just, you know, like I said, it could have been a lot better. It was not yeah. one of the better... MCU TV shows. That's it, for damn sure. It was my least. It's my least favorite MCU TV show, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. That's fair. So, that's fair. So, money. Given those reviews, you have any interest in seeing Moon Knight? Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, I'll we tell you, they don't really tie any of it to the current MCU. So you're not. Yeah. It's it's kind of a standalone thing, which is another reason why maybe it doesn't work. I think. They probably should have made it a little more tied into what is occurring. You know, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, it's interesting. The whole Egyptian god thing is interesting because now we've now we're introducing yet another pantheon into the Marvel universe. We already have the Asgardian gods. We're about to get Thor, Love, uh, Thunder. We're going to get the Greek gods coming into it. So you know, little by little. Marvel is definitely using up all of its resources and introducing them into the MCU. It may, I dare say it may be too much too soon, too quick. Well, that's something I was going to talk to you about. Yeah. What's, what's next, Miss Marvel? They're kind of throwing everything in. I think Miss Marvel is the next, coming out in June, yeah. That's the next okay. series. And Thor's in July. And I know Thor you have zero interest in watching Miss Marvel. 
Who, me? Yes. No, I'm going to watch it because my uh, my niece is going to love it, so I want to talk to her about it. No, oh, all right, fair enough. I know so. Derek D. Rock Mitris. I will speak for him since he's not here. He has zero interest in Miss Marvel. You figure he'd want to watch it with Gracie. You would think. I, I plan to watch it with my daughter, so... Yeah, I'm going to watch it so I can talk to Piper about it. Right, but I, I, you know, I just, I don't think Derek likes the Kamala Khan character, and he's, you know, you know Derek, he's not willing to give it a chance, he's just... Uh, Trust me, I know Derek. And he, and he doesn't have to watch it for the podcast, because Lord knows he's not going to record anyway, so... No, no, no. Who? Anyways, uh, all right, so that's Moon Knight, ladies and gentlemen. So, Chris, would you recommend people watch it? If it's rainy out, you're tired, you got a weekend... You want to binge it? You can knock it out. Well, and that's the other, and, and that's the other advantage you have. I think this show needed to be binged. It was a, it was a slow burn, having to wait weekly, every week, every Wednesday for a new episode to drop. Um, I think I would have enjoyed it more if I had watched all six episodes like in a very short span. It would have been more enjoyable for me as well. So, I think uh, binging it is is the key. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, that's that. And now we're going to get into Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Cause, uh, we're running shy on time here. I'm going to go with, uh, Mr. Money's impressions. Jay money. You saw Dr. Strange on opening night. And what did you think of Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness? I loved it. It was great. Mm-hmm. You give it a five uh, out of five. Uh, out of five, I go 4.5. Okay. Yeah, I loved it. It was it was awesome. American or America Chavez, she was great. That's the girl who can punch holes in the multiverse and travel yeah. between multiverses. Yep. Yeah, I love I love that she had two moms. I love that she had a pride pin on her vest. It was yes. great. I, and my niece loves her, so uh, you know I get to talk to her about her. Very cool. Yeah, it you was, can it bond. Was, I loved it. I don't really have any complaints at all. I know what your complaints are going to be. But, oh, you know. stop! Don't. Don't you talk for me. Uh, we'll get to okay, me. Okay, okay. The cameos were too short, but those aren't our uh, universe's characters. So yeah, I was gonna. I, well, I was gonna say the cameos were kind of pointless. That's my feeling. But yeah, anyway. they were just fan service. Yeah. But you yeah. know, yeah. they weren't our universe. No. And no. Uh, other than that, I loved it. It was great. Well, good thing they weren't our universe's <laughs> characters, considering <laughs> what happened to them. Considering uh, how wimpy they were. But we'll get into that. All right, moving on. Chris Todd. What were your thoughts about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? We've been waiting and waiting and waiting a long time, and there's been a lot of hype building up this movie. Did it live up to the hype for you? I think it mostly did. I think there's a lot of misdirection on Marvel's part, which good on them for throwing us throwing us a few curveballs. You know, like Money said, the cameos were short, but the cameos that we thought were going to be in it mostly weren't. But I give, I, I give it a solid four out of five, or four, I'll agree with Money, a four and a half out of five. With a couple of reservations. And what are your reservations? I, I thought there were a couple of plot holes that I wish they would have explained a little better. I'm assuming we're going full spoiler right from the beginning. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, if you listen to this podcast, you, know, like, you should know we, we spoil things. So if you haven't seen the movie I mean, yet, it, go go watch the movie and then come back. Well, we warn people first. No, like we start off with the with that the squid monster that came straight out of the Watchmen universe, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on. That was the creature from, from the end of the Watchmen that was supposed to be in there in the original movie. And it's from the comic book. Anyways, yeah, or the yeah, graphic novel. I got you. Anyways, but they never explained how 
Scarlet Witch was able to summon creatures from other dimensions to track down America through the Darkhold. Yeah, well, not really. They, yeah, they, that was kind of a MacGuffin, kind of like, okay, we're just going to say Darkhold as a way to do it. Not, it doesn't. That doesn't really work. I don't buy that explanation. Okay, you you can't dreamwalk in something that's not a version of you. They did lay that rule down pretty quick. You're right. So there's a couple things like little things like that. Nothing huge, nothing more than your average pickiness at a Marvel movie. I, you know, once again, Benedict Cumberbatch knocked it out of the park. Elizabeth Olsen, excellent. Wong, the underrated MVP of the MCU. <laughs> he was great. Well, he is Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah, for now. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a, you know, the, the story. I, I think Marvel did a wonderful job of keeping the actual story under wraps. Agreed. It's not what I was expecting, that's for sure. Well, that's the part where you and I are going to have to discuss, so I'm going to toss it over to you, my friend. All right, well, Not Nation, you know I'm a Marvel wonk. You know I love the MCU, and typically I love everything that Kevin Feige does. Obviously, I love Spider-Man No Way Home. Thought it was awesome. Thought the events of that were going to lead into Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, so good on them for throwing me a curveball because it had nothing to do with it. Um, but. Tom, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. You did notice the part where Wong and Dr. Strange admitted they know who Spider-Man is, right? No, I did not. Early, yeah, early I think Dr. Strange still knows. Yeah, Dr. Strange, Wong, and I believe America Chavez are sitting in that diner. You're right. And they, and they mentioned briefly in passing the events of No Way Home. So Dr. They Strange did, doesn't know who Peter is. No, he didn't say Peter by does. name. All he said was Spider-Man is a man. He didn't say who he was. So I don't I, think that's I interpreted true. it to say he, he he remembers who he is. Well, I don't know how, since they made it pretty clear in the end of No Way Home that his spell was going to make everyone, including himself, forget. Hmm. Well, maybe it didn't work on him. Maybe. I mean, that would give us a way out of that situation because I don't know how else they're going to undo it unless they use magic of some sort. Anyway, sorry for... Magic. Tom, can before you go on your rant, can we just all agree that uh, Elizabeth Olsen is unbelievably hot? (laughs) Yes, we can agree that she is a 10 out of 10. Okay. That that we can. Okay, thank you. Because that's very important. We do. Yes, it it is to me. We do need to acknowledge that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Even when she goes uh, full bad, she's very, oh, very attractive. Bad, bad, bad was uh, even hotter to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, with the dark yeah. eye shadow and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was working for you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we all know how I feel about the Marvel movies. I'm usually, uh, I wear my love of Marvel and the all things MCU on my sleeve. That being said... I walked out of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness before it ended. What kind of shit is that? I did not like this movie, ladies and gentlemen. I will give it a 2 out of 5, and that's only because visually it was pretty spectacular at times, and there were some cool moments, like with the Illuminati, that was, that was all fun, you know, until Wanda murdered them all. But I did not like the story, I... I love Sam Raimi. I don't know that his directing style fit this movie. Uh, it didn't work for me. I don't Did know. Did you not like America? 
I like America Chavez. I had no problem okay. with her. No, I had no problem. Look, I had no problem with the initial setup of the movie. Problem with is Wanda going bad, breaking bad, turning evil. And yes, I know you're all going to say, well, she was possessed by the Darkhold. Ah, bullshit. First of all, I'd like to say that's a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Uh, at the end of WandaVision, she had come to terms with the fact that she was going to give that life up and she undid all of the bad that she did, mind-washing all those people. And she let go of Vision and she let go of her sons and she was okay with it. So basically, this movie is a big fuck you to the writers of WandaVision. That's the way I look at it because they basically undid everything that was done by the end of WandaVision. Like, her whole arc in WandaVision is fucking pointless. They they might as well not even... You might as well not even watch WandaVision because they undid everything that was done by the end of that show. And they turned her into a murderous lunatic. I mean... She was not nice. She was beyond not nice. She was right. unforgiving. And here's my biggest problem with the plot. She went on this murderous rampage because she wanted to go into an alternate universe to find her sons, who, by the way, aren't her sons. If they're in an alternate universe, that's someone else's kids, Wanda. Like, it doesn't fucking make sense to me. It, it's like, we need a villain. Oh, let's just use this uh, plot point. Wanda wants her kids back and, and throw it against the wall and, and hope it sticks. And, and yeah, let's take everything we know and love about this character and let's turn it on its ear and turn her into an ultimate villain. I mean, she is arguably worse than Thanos. Yeah, at this point, yeah. I mean, it was fucking... I couldn't watch it at times. It was so out of character, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And every one of my friends who thinks this movie is just the greatest thing on Earth... And they love the Wanda, the storyline and the way the character went for Wanda. What are you fucking thinking? Like, how do you justify it? Would you like me to? Yeah, and don't say because she was possessed by the Darkhold, because that's bullshit. No, no, that has nothing to do with it. Okay, you haven't been paying attention to Wanda's storyline. She has arguably, in my opinion, next to Tony Stark, the best character development in the MCU. She is, I'm going to say it, her character is practically Shakespearean. She She's a tragic figure, and it's fan-freaking-tastic how well they did it. When you have 20 movies to develop someone over, this is where I want you to, th now hear me out here. You got to take All I'm going to say is, I agree with you, it's a really interesting arc, if it was no. earned, but it wasn't earned, because she it went, listen to me, at the end of WandaVision, she was chill. So, okay, you got to go back to the beginning. She's a little kid in Sokovia living a perfectly normal life with her mom and dad and brother in a perfectly normal house. And then fucking thing gets blown up. Her mom and dad get killed, and she has to sit there for four days staring at a dud bomb that says Stark on the side of it, which unsurprisingly probably messes with your head a little bit. So what she do? She eventually hooks up with Hydra. Because why? She's looking for revenge on the guy who she blames for killing her family. Right? Okay. So what's Hydra do? They fuck with her. They turn her into a, they turn her, well, she isn't the Scarlet Witch yet, but they turn her into something different. Well, they definitely, they definitely awaken the Scarlet Witch in her by, by exposing her to the Mind Stone. 
Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, the exposure. Right. I don't. I don't need a recap on Scarlet Witch's origin. Well, I watched all the well, movies. No, it. we don't have time for that, Chris. I got to go to work. So let's get get to the point, please. No, I'm going to give you the quick down and dirty version of it because it makes sense. So she keeps switching. She's looking for revenge when she joins Hydra. Then she eventually joins the Avengers. She gets her family that she's never had. She falls in love with Vision. And then what happens in in Nairobi happens. She kills a bunch of people. Then the Sokovia Accords happens. She gets separated from her family that she's wanted her whole life and the love of her life, who she has to meet in secret, who then gets fucking skewered which has got to be the most god-awful, gut-wrenching thing to happen. And it turns out it's for no reason, because Thanos just rewinds time, kills him again while she's watching. And what she do? She has the most breathtaking psychotic break in Westview. We all know what happened in WandaVision. She created the family that she desperately wanted with her two perfect kids and her husband. And then that gets taken away from her. And what you see at the end of WandaVision, when you hear her kids' voices in the background, that's the moment that Loki breaks the multiverse. And if you're the most powerful at what witch, cost? probably at the that's a thing. She didn't give a fuck at what cost. Well, she would, okay, well, then that's fine, Chris, but I don't like that. I think that did her character dirty. That is her character. No, no. That is, that is she's a tragic figure. Well, she at didn't, the very end, realized that to. if she got what she wanted, she would have actually been ruining things. So she finally decided to do the only thing possible and bring down a mountain on herself. And kill herself. It was just awful. It was terrible. And we know she's not dead. It, whatever. But, it's terrible. I did not like it. I don't like... Okay, if she's not dead, what happens? She. Do you know how many people she killed? How many innocent people she killed? She can't come back and be an Avenger ever. Like, they've ruined her fucking character, dude. She's not getting back on the lunchbox, as Doctor Strange would say. I mean, if she comes back, she's just going to be a villain. Bucky was brainwashed. Listen, they'll figure out a way to redeem her. The only thing they can do now is have an alternate universe version of her come over. And and maybe they do. But you have to look at her as a tragic figure, which is what she is. Okay, fine. I'll look at her that way. I don't like it. I don't have to like it. I don't have to agree with it. And that's my problem with this movie. I don't like the way they handled Wanda's character. I don't like her motivation. I don't like the way she went about things. I mean, it's just so unwanda like to me. They did not establish her to be a murderous supervillain. And then all of a sudden, she just flipped a switch and was a murderous supervillain. There was no buildup to that. It didn't work for me. It was like a totally different person. It was insane. And I didn't like it. And If you follow everything from Age of Ultron all the way up to here, I did as follow soon as they everything. revealed her as a villain... If you would have looked at me in the theater, I actually went, oh, this makes perfect sense. Yeah. I understood it exactly when they showed that. When, and, I, and I looked at Chris in the theater. Well, he that's did. fine. And you guys like that? Did you like yeah. that they made her the villain? I loved it. Oh, my God. Why? Yeah. Don't you like that character? Why would you want that for that character? That's who she is. No. No. Not to it's me. It's not a... It's not a matter of like or dislike. It's how well the story was written, and it was written very well. No, it wasn't. This is Shakespeare. This is Shakespeare. No, it it was a it was a it was a big leap. It was a big leap from feeling sorry for mind washing people in Westview and and really truly regretting all of that and undoing it to 
I'm now going to murder everyone so I can have alternate versions of my sons that don't really exist. I mean, that's a big leap. And if, and if Loki hadn't broke the multiverse, she would have probably stayed along the path of regretfulness for what she did in Westview. But as soon as the multiverse broke, she knew she could have what she wanted. It's a psychotic. She's not. It's not evil. It's a psychotic break. Okay. All right. Well, whatever it is, I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't think Multiverse of Madness in Madness was fun. You know, Marvel movies are supposed to be fun. I'm supposed to have a good time watching it. I didn't. I had a weird feeling the entire time I was watching that movie. And every time Wanda killed another person, it just got worse. Why wouldn't she try looking for Vision if she had access to the multiverse? And reconnect with him. Because I think she could accept that Vision was dead. But the kids, she made those. Right. Yeah, they were. They didn't exist. She made them. She, they didn't exist. They were fake. Once again, psychotic break. Logic doesn't apply. Okay. She just, she knew what she wanted. Right. She went after it. Okay. Unfortunately, sort of broke a lot of the universe in the process. <laughs> yeah. And, and. I mean, if there's anything to be complaining about, and this isn't much of a complaint is that Dr. Strange is being developed character wise, exactly like Tony Stark. Right. Mm. Yeah. He's definitely They're They're setting him up to be the new Tony Stark in the MCU. I get all that. This is his age of Ultron. This is mm -hmm. him trying to fix everything, but fucking it up. Mm -hmm. So that's my, that's my biggest complaint to the story is that Dr. Strange is, is a Tony Stark clone at this point. Mm -hmm. And they need to do a little, maybe now that, you know, as we saw in the end character that Clea showed up, maybe that's going to change things a little bit, but I just wish they'd take him in a little bit in his own direction. Mm -hmm. I think they will. Yeah, I, I have hope because he basically has accepted that Christine Palmer has moved on yes. and he's, mm. which never would have happened with Tony and Pepper. And now he's looking over America. Right. Exactly. Yeah. She's, he, well, they're taking her under, under their wing. She's, yeah, now that she's training. So, yeah. That's cool. Oh. I mean, I like her character. I there were things about this movie I enjoyed. There were. I mean, I think the Illuminati and and those cameos were absolutely fucking pointless. I get why they threw them in there. And like you said, money, it was total fan service. Mm -hmm. But you know, ultimately, it made no sense. And boy, did Professor X go out like a bitch. <laughs> you know, well, that variant. And Who so cares? did so did Mister Fantastic. Jesus Christ, dude. Do something. They're, they're, they're variants. They're not. Yeah, but our, still, they're, in, they're variants. They're but you know, they're universe. they're still. They've got superpowers. Use them. I mean, do something. Guy yeah. did nothing. You know, it was well, funny I, how that she killed Black Bolt though, this, taking his mouth away. I like Wanda is. You know? Yeah, I get it. But remember, Tom, before the movie, I said, "Hey, if they have the Illuminati, how are they going to work Black Bolt in?" Yep, there he is. There right he there. was. Yeah, they didn't have Namor though. Namor wasn't in there. But you know, it's an alternate universe, so obviously our our universe's version of Illuminati could be different and have different members. You know, we won't have sure. Captain Carter because Captain Carter doesn't exist in six one six. I do like right. that they established that our MCU universe is six one six. That's pretty funny because in the comics, cool. the Marvel comics well, is six one six. Well, I also think it, I saw pointed out, or I was reminded that in a Far From Home, that Mysterio refers to our universe as Earth 616. Oh, yeah. You know what? You're right. How did that happen? And, Ooh, you might have caught a little faux pas. How would that, how would Mysterio know that? That's funny. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to address that if they're ever going to address it, or if that was just a little, a little bit of a, 
wow. know, mess up in the writing. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. He calls it, but he does refer to us as Earth 616. So huh. that's a bit odd. Yeah. He I de- mean, we're designated as 616. And then, and then uh, the, the redhead chick, what's her name? Christine. She, yeah. she says it's 616. That's funny. I didn't even catch that. Good catch. But we all, but we know that Mysterio isn't from an alternate universe. No, which is <laughs> ridiculous. That, that's the one part of Far From Home that was ridiculous to me, was that here's Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. and all of their resources, and they don't know that Quentin Beck is a real person in their u- own universe. I mean, come on. How'd that escape them? Silliness. So the things that I had reservations about, aside from what I said about Doctor Strange just being new Tony Stark, first thing, Kudos to Marvel for letting us think, oh, we're bringing in the X-Men. You're bringing, you know, Tom Cruise as, as Iron Man cameo. Uh, okay. You, you, you threw us a curveball. Good yep. job. Good job. Okay. Now, now what are you going to do with the X-Men? But my bigger question is, you know, the rumor has been for years about John Krasinski playing, playing Reed Richards. Yep. The, the, is this it? Is he, when they eventually do a Fantastic Four movie? Because I think he'd be a great Reed Richards. I think, yeah, um, I think he's going to be. Uh, well, Joey DiCarlo from So Wizard Podcast and I were talking, and he had mentioned that the Fantastic Four director, John Watt, the guy who directed the Spider-Man movies, was going to direct Fantastic Four, but he's now stepped back from that. So now they need a director. Well, isn't it ironic? John Krasinski is not just an actor. He's also a very talented director. So I would not be the least bit surprised if they... Got him to agree to play this part by saying, hey, John, come on board as our Reed Richards. And not only do you get to make a fuck ton of money being in the MCU, <laughs> we'll let you direct the Fantastic Four movie. And uh, and I, who's going to pass agree up? 100%. That's where it's going. Yeah. He's going to direct good. it. And he's, he's going to star in it. And I bet his wife, Emily, Emily Blunt's probably going to play Sue Storm. Yep. You know, which, I was gonna, just going to say that. That yep. would be... That would be interesting if they go that way. Yeah, but yeah, it would make sense, and, you know. By the way, in the scene, and I think I, I saw this and had a little chuckle when they showed the scene with the battle against Thanos in the alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Did you see Thanos lying there? Yeah. Like he went for the head. So, I do think it's pretty vicious that the Illuminati just killed their universe's version of Strange. Just killed him. Mm-hmm. Black Bolt just eradicated him into 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 dust. Well, it was it was also funny how they're all like, "Yeah, we can take care of Wanda. That's no big deal." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah right. How'd that work out for you? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're Scarlet Witch. We'll take care of her. Yeah, I mean, ironically enough, Captain Carter gave her the biggest run for her money, and she's probably the least powerful out of all of those characters. She was hot, but, though. She was. Yes, yeah, she was. was oh, I've always, God, I've always loved Haley Atwell. Yeah, yeah, it was God good. That her. was a nice nod, you know, and obviously their alternate universe versions so yes they're dead now but they're not dead because the alternate universe versions of them are still alive and obviously Mm -hmm. we know there's an alternate universe version of wanda because she dream walked into that character to get what she wanted so we know that character exists and it's entirely possible that character could replace our wanda and if that happens you know maybe i can get over some of what happened here but i'm right now i'm just in shock i'm in shock utter shock i don't like well the one the Wanda that was the parent of her kids that she was essentially going to kill and steal them from, she did have Scarlet Witch powers. Sure she did, yes. So so maybe she's the one who comes over. The bigger thing, and not about the movie specifically, it's about Marvel that the original first four phases were all building up to Infinity War and Endgame. 
where all, it was all about the Infinity Stones and building all that up. Hmm. But now we've got the multiverse on one side, and then we've got all the cosmic stuff on the other side, and it feels like they're biting off too much. Yeah, well, the, and, and not only that, I mean, there's multiverse stuff, there's cosmic stuff, and now there's you know supernatural stuff because all this all this dark hold shit that's going to end up releasing mephisto is going to come into play here eventually he's he's going to show up because people are toying around with all this dark magic and bullshit and he's going to take notice and he's going to be another big bad coming in so i i do feel like they're throwing too much at uh, at us all at once and hopefully Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. I mean, I I have faith in him. He's done great so far, but I don't know. It seems like uh, he's biting off more than he can chew. Yeah. All right. Well, what's next? Thor, right? Yeah, Thor and uh, and Miss Marvel, which we'll get together and talk about. I think that'll be the next couple things we get together for. But uh, yeah, real quick. Final thoughts, Doctor Strange. You guys both loved it. I was very disappointed. I wanted to love it, by the way. I was really looking forward to it. I think if they had redeemed Wanda's character differently, I could have been okay with it, but I don't know. I just didn't like it. I didn't like the way it ended for her. I didn't like the I didn't like how brutal she was. I mean, she was just fucking brutal, man. Holy okay. shit. Fair enough. What Evil. Is, what, I just want to know what you think of uh Natalie Portman. Is she Diesel or what? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm lo- I'm looking forward Ow. to that. Uh, yeah, that's going to yeah. be I'm wondering she, I'm wondering really how I'm wondering if that's going to be <laughs> alternate multiverse Natalie Portman, you know, because how else we'll are they going to explain Mjolnir back, you know, because right, Mjolnir yeah, was right. destroyed by Gila. So, that's yeah, it'll yeah, be interesting Marvel, to see how they Thor. figure. I mean, that would be a, a nice repercussion from Doctor Strange, because I'm wondering what kind of long term effects the events of this movie are going to have on the entire MCU. And maybe that is part of it, you know. Well, see, I don't know if this has anything to do with Thor. It doesn't mm. seem like it will. I guess we'll find well, out. Yeah, We'll find out in a couple months. So, yeah. quick, a month and a half. recommendations. Anything anybody's watching or seen that they want to recommend to Not Nation real quick, Jay Money? Uh, just Top Gun coming out in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. We're, me and Chris and the group are going to a uh, early screening That's on cool. Tuesday. Yeah, nice. Yeah, we get a pin set, we get a poster, we get some sort of crypto thing i don't even know what it is nice cool so that'll be good that's all i recommend i want to see gun. that i'm just not in a rush i'm, I'm a, i like top gun but i'm not like a diehard gotta see top gun fan i want to see it before uh steve from dinner podcast sees it fair enough because yeah, you know he's a he is he is a uh super <laughs> nerd for top gun absolutely yeah he loves top gun yes he so does that, that's all i recommend and that's it i'm out how see about you guys. You? all right see you in money how about you chris todd I'll recommend if you watch Paramount Plus, they've got a good slate of new shows. They got the Star Trek Discovery, Star Trek Picard, Star Trek Strange New Worlds just started, which go is a throwback to the old days of episodic Star Trek, not mm-hmm. a whole serialized season, and the Halo TV show. You like that? All but I like it. Mm-hmm. And the final season of Better Call Saul. Mm-hmm. That was going to be mine. Thanks for taking that. <laughs> well, you can recommend it. Too. Yeah. My recommendations, uh, Picard, season two. I just finished watching it. It was good. Not, I didn't enjoy it as much as season one. It was dark. Yeah, yeah, it was. It had, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was good. Um, it was nice seeing Q again. I love John Delancey. He's great. And uh, they, gave him, they gave him a fitting send-off. They did. Spoiler alert. 
<laughs> people haven't watched it yet, you know. It's like it just watch it. It's good. I also recommend Better Call Saul final season that's going on right now. That's great. That's been great. Really, you know, a certain character not to I don't want to spoil it, but I was very shocked at what happened with a certain character. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, that yeah. didn't uh that was not the way I thought things were going to go for him. That was kind of that was crazy, but that's how that show is, so I guess I should have expected it. And also, I want to recommend Ozark. The final half oh, yeah. of season four has dropped on Netflix. I'm about four episodes in. I think there's seven altogether, so I have three more to go. But that show is amazing. And Jason well, Bateman deserves all the awards for his performance in that show. He's so good in that. And Laura Linney, man, she plays such a good fucking cold-hearted mm-hmm. bitch. Holy shit. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to discussing that with you when you finish it up because I'm already done with oh, it. Oh, are you? Yeah. Yeah. Did it live up to your expectations, the ending? Uh, I thought so. Yeah. I thought so. That's but awesome. the character, the actress who plays Ruth is really the all-star of that show. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. The whole, Jennifer the whole cast. The whole cast is really great. That, that show is yeah. amazing. My wife and I love Ozark. So I recommend Ozark. If you haven't seen it, check it out. That's it. That's going to do it for this episode of Not Another Nerdy Podcast. Money had to jump off early. But on behalf of my magical and metal co-hosts, Mr. Christopher Todd. That nation calls Johnny Depp because we have uses for your throat that do not include injury. Jesus Christ. I, I didn't have to jump off early. I'm still here. Oh, I thought you said I'm out and you, you hung up. <laughs> Ah, and the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. Yeah, I didn't have to drop off early. I'm on to drop off early. I'm still here. All right, good. You're always with us in spirit. You know what? Play uh, Nintendo Switch Sports. It's really fun. There you go. Uh, all right, that's my recommendation. All right, cool. My name is Tom Van Zandt. It was nice talking to you once again. Uh, we'll be back after Thor uh, Love and Thunder and uh, <laughs> not, Ms. Ragnarok. not Ragnarok and uh, and Miss Marvel, and we'll be discussing those as well. So until then, Not Nation, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. I knew you, scum. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't leave, money. <laughs> it sounded like he said, "I'm out." I thought you said that too, Money. No. Oh, all right. Well, when when you're editing and you you listen back, you you'll you'll hear yourself say that, and you'll be like, "Oh, I did, I did say that." Okay. All right. Uh, I'll listen. All right, boys. Uh, thank all right. you. Have fun at work tonight. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Bye. Bye.